0: This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless, available online at bravadowireless.com. The Blitz is broadcasting in HD on your FM dial. Turn your HD-equipped radio to 106.9 k hd 2 All right, it's 148 here on the Blitz 1170. What's going on? My name is Jeremy Poplin. That is Matt Hubbard. Thank you for tuning in on this Wednesday. Hope that your day continues to get better. And don't you worry because you're just a mere uh, three hours and 12 minutes away, potentially, from your day being over. And then we can start this all over again tomorrow. Let's hit up the hotline and welcome in from Tulsa Bone and Joint, TulsaBoneAndJoint dot com. Doctor Christopher Crane, who joins us at this time each and every single week here on a Wednesday. What's up, Doctor Crane? How are you doing today, man? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Happy that I'm not having to go see you after slipping on ice or snow uh, this morning. So it's always great when I don't have to worry about you know, breaking a bone or falling over and having some sort of injury that I know so many people have when we have inclement weather at this time. So just thankful, right, that we, uh, at least in my part of the woods, we were in the uh, donut of just rain surrounding the city of Tulsa.
1: Yeah, we didn't get much more out, and so I was glad to see that. Made it an easy drive coming in. Um, And it's definitely something that we see a spike in falls and injuries every time it gets icy like
0: that. Oh, uh, yeah. There is no doubt whatsoever. Uh, all right, so there. I think there are a number of uh, things that we can get into, but I had sent you a text earlier because the big talking point the entire week until we even get to Sunday is going to be on Pat Mahomes and his dreaded high ankle sprain. Now that it has been confirmed completely, um Doc, I mean, we can talk about the, the high ankle sprain just in a very generic form, uh, and you can kind of explain a little bit about why it makes it so difficult. But I also want to get into you with kind of the process, too, that the Chiefs did on the sidelines. But first, let's just start with the high ankle sprain in general. Uh, what typically that that is and, and how much that this can actually limit a, a competitor like Pat Mahomes in the future.
1: Yeah. So the high ankle sprain is a little different. Most people are familiar with the lateral ankle, the stabilizer ligaments on the fibula uh, on the outside of the ankle. And those are the ones that we sprain pretty easily with rolling and inversion injuries. Um, but the high ankle sprain is much less common and a little more trouble. Uh, so in In sprains without any kind of fracture, these are only about point five percent of the time this isn't a super common issue it's much more common to have that lateral ankle be the issue uh, but when it does happen it's a sprain of the syndesmosis which is a ligament that sits between the two bones in the lower leg so you got the tibia the fibula uh, right above the ankle is a little ligament holding those together and there's just a little bit of mobility in that holding uh it together as you walk and as the pressure comes in and across that foot uh, over and over, it allows for that uh, joint to stay stable. And so if you sprain it, the big issue is that each step tends to hurt and that these don't tend to, for at least a time, want you to put a lot of weight on this and tolerate much weight bearing, even just with walking or standing. And so that's a much more significant limitation than we see with those lateral ankle sprains.
0: So I think sometimes... The general public falls into this trap of we've all had a regular ankle sprain, right? That you would get playing basketball, your foot rolls over. And we think about the times that we've had it either playing a youth level sport or high school or just rolled our ankle in general. And then we look at when an athlete has the high ankle sprain. But there's a a massive difference between the two. This is not like me just walking out of here, not paying attention to what I'm doing and rolling my ankle over.
1: Yeah, usually these are definite higher velocity injuries. They don't have to be, but they can be, you know, soccer kicks to the ankle or a sudden external rotation where that ankle turns sharply and that pressure gets applied to that area. Um, And so usually it's a little more of a clinical suspicion that, you know, hey, this is not just a ankle sprain they're having trouble putting weight on it you know immediately after the injury they're limping or they may be not able to put any weight on that affected ankle um, and it it does tend to have a longer healing time than just the lateral simpler ankle sprain that we think of uh, and it's really variable some people are over this fairly quickly um, but a little more commonly this takes longer to heal than a lateral ankle sprain does
0: and there are different levels of severity and even in a high ankle sprain, because I think the other example that we have in, in this is something that happened in the late game on Sunday, which was the Tony Pollard injury. Which is, I mean, he suffered a high ankle sprain, but he also uh, had the fractured fibula and the loss. Is that am I am I right in that thinking that the extreme level is what happened with Tony Pollard compared to Pat Mahomes?
1: Yeah, that's definitely. Uh, one of the things we look at with ankles in particular, but everywhere in the body is what other injuries are associated with it. We talked a little bit about this with knees in terms of PCLs, how when it's just by itself, that's okay. But when there's other injuries, it's not as good of a sign. And it's the same thing here. If it's an isolated sprain or lateral ankle sprain and a high ankle sprain together, that isn't as common, but it's also hopefully a little better of an outcome as compared to a fracture, which is more common in about 13% of ankle fractures, you also injure that syndesmosis or its attachment site. And so having a fracture and an injury at that uh, ligament, it adds to the recovery time and it increases the likelihood that you may need some surgery to help add stability to that and let it heal.
0: So when this injury happened with Pat Mahomes, there was one thing that went through my mind and I could I'm probably wrong on this. By the way, I'm wrong all the time and that's fine. But as I was watching him and his reaction on the sideline, um, he had suffered the injury and there was a back and forth with the head athletic trainer, the doctor and Andy Reid. And they were trying to basically tell him, look, you're not coming back in. You need to go get checked out. And Mahomes was arguing against that. And a lot of people phrased it in look at the ultimate tough competitor. He doesn't. He he, want, he desperately wants to go back in the game, and I'm sure that there's a large portion of that. But the way that he was arguing, in my mind, something else was going through there, which was he doesn't want to go get this looked at because he's afraid of what they might find when they actually look at it. So do you think that, that something like that could be running through the mind of a player like that that feels the amount of pain with an injury? Because you just never know until you actually take an in-depth look at it.
1: Oh, yeah. And then in the moment, you've got that adrenaline, you've got the energy, you've got the momentum from what you've been doing on the field and the the hype of what you're doing. It really kind of suppresses that pain response a little bit, uh, which in, in you know, olden times was so that you could get away from any danger that was around you. But now it just sort of leaves you out on the field, not realizing how injured you may be. And this is kind of the opposite end of the thing we were talking about last week about athletes being in tune with their bodies and having – a good sign of when to stop and other times they, they, they do need to be told hey this could be more serious at the very least we need to evaluate it thoroughly we need to know what's going on and it's it's a tough balance to walk sometimes
0: so how do you prep if you're the athletic training staff if you're some of the team docs this week how are you handling this with patrick and what what does it potentially do to something that is so incredible to just his skill set, which is the mobility that he possesses. Uh, How are you handling this through the week?
1: I mean, a lot of this comes down to allowing without a fracture. Fracture just changes everything and is very dependent on what is injured and how. Um, But in an isolated sprain, you're looking more at giving it a period of rest. Most of the time, these do need crutches and either a boot or a cast to let that rest and let the swelling come down. Uh, And you just kind of routinely check these. Again, it's such a variable recovery time that it's a little difficult to estimate and a little difficult to predict what their speed of return to play is going to be. I mean, this can take months. This can be double or more the time to heal from a lateral ankle sprain. And it can be something that is prolonged in terms of how long you have to be off of it, too. Uh, I had a classmate in medical school who actually had an injury like this and was non-weight-bearing with a cast for a good two to three months. And so this can be something that, that is not a short injury at all and can really affect the rest of your season, your return to play. But on the flip side of that, I have seen you know cases of this that are, I suspect more mild that recover very quickly and tolerate weight-bearing on a much shorter basis of a week or two and start working on their rehab right away. So it's just a very individualized okay. process of, of focusing on what that athlete has.
0: I mean, he's one hundred percent going to play. I mean, he was practicing today. Uh, I guess my only other thing, just on along that path, would be: are there areas that you can see, just knowing the type of injury that it is, that you can feel like that he can be effective in what he's doing physically and where he where he won't be? Because he looked like he had an incredibly difficult time uh, pushing off of it and throwing outside of the numbers. And then as soon as I sent a text making that point to someone, of course he had a big throw outside the numbers, so there I go again, you know, <laughs> shooting off my big mouth. But uh, is, is there an area that you, th- that you feel like just physically that won't be as effective to him with what he does?
1: It's just going to be the explosive stuff, the, the, the agility and the sudden burst and sudden stop type activities that he's got. It's going to be that side-to-side stability, that's going to add a little extra stress and it's going to be those rotational forces that kind of try to almost push the two bones further apart and add stress to that syndesmosis. That's one of the tests that we'll do in the clinic is kind of get the ankle in a position and rotate it that would apply stress to that area and tension. When an intact ligament with no sprain, that's not, it just stops. There's not much pain, but if that reproduces your pain, then it's highly suspicious for a high ankle sprain. And so those are the kind of motions I'm going to worry about with him. Those rotational with a high force across it with him, sudden stops or sudden sprints. Uh, And it's going to be something that he'll have to kind of see what it allows him to do. Uh, He's already walking on it. It's a good sign.
0: Yeah, and Andy Reid did say, without a doubt, that he is uh, he is one hundred percent going to practice today. But I'm sure they'll be as conservative as they have to be moving forward with this week. Great stuff, Doctor Crane. Uh, really insightful. Uh, like I said, this is a story that's not going anywhere. And uh, even if they win, we'll continue to talk about uh, the availability of Patrick Mahomes even with a victory over the Bengals, uh, and if not, it will be one of the reasons more than likely that they that they would lose to the Cincinnati Bengals as well. We'll definitely uh, do this again next week, and thank you again so much for your time.
1: Sounds great. Good to talk with
0: him. That's Dr. Christopher Crane joining us here on the Blitz 1170. Each and every single Wednesday here at 145 on the Blitz as we go inside the world of sports injuries, TulsaBonajoint.com. Check out the website right now. Oh, and might I suggest that when you go to the website, you look at each and every single last one of the physicians that they have available for you, what their area of expertise is, expertise, and... You can also book appointments and see everything that Tulsa Bone & Joint has to offer. Time out. We'll come back. Jacob Unruh will join us next here on The Blitz, talking a little Oklahoma State on your home for the Oklahoma State Cowboys, The Blitz 1170. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.